Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Friday, 17 February, 2023. Our bit today comes from John 10, 11, which says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Well, 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 if it isn't Friday, the last day of our woke week, and a bright and sunshiny one at that, somewhat chilly though, with a small amount of white stuff covering the lawns and rooftops. But I believe it's the result of a little sleet and some freezing rain. No real snow concerns. Anyway, it's been said all over the world today, TGIF, thank God it's Friday. And the best part of it all is that we are still alive to tell the tale. Glory be. And what a glorious, momentous, light-bearing, soul-saving tale we have to tell. That's the story of Jesus and the good and exciting news of his gospel. The only way to escape the damnation of hellfire and access the glory of heaven. What an enormous, groundbreaking truth he shared with us when he proclaimed to the disciples, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And we know that comes from John 14, 6. And we better had believed that momentous statement, yes, because it's the glorious truth. And it's only through belief and faith in Christ Jesus that any of us natural sinners can ever enter the pearly gates of heaven and behold the majestic domain of our great and wonderful God. And if you don't believe that, then try this scripture when Jesus puts it in the allegoric form of being a shepherd. He says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but or except to steal and to kill and destroy. I am come though that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. <laughs> oh, mama, what a joy it is to hear that scripture which comes from John 10 verses 7 to 10. Jesus came that we could have life, yes, and that we could have it more abundantly. Whoa! So why are so many of us against him? Eh? Don't we want life? And abundant life for that too? Meaning eternal and everlasting life. Life that never ends? Well, if we truly then, so if we truly do, then it's only in Jesus we'll ever find it. And here's one of the things I love about Jesus. When he makes a point, he delivers it with full force. He doesn't back away and give a half-hearted explanation. Listen to how he continues with the shepherd allegory. Sorry, the shepherd allegory. He says, I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. 
And you know what? That's exactly what he did for us. Sacrificing himself on the cross on that first Good Friday so that the sheep in his fold could be saved, be reconciled back to the Father and have eternal life. He shows that he's a man who keeps his promise regardless of how difficult they are to keep. But that wasn't the end of Jesus' discourse on the shepherd allegory, though. He continues, But he that is an hireling or hired man and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, he seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth, and the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth because he is an hireling and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And that comes from John 10, 12 to 15. Yes, friends, Jesus knows his sheep, cares for them like the shepherd does, and he died for them to show how much he truly cared. So I don't know why we question his intentions and don't believe his actions. A lot of other people have come and some are still coming and they talk a lot, but he was the only one who put his words into action. And if you don't believe him, then crap or smoke your pipe, your SOL, when you die and your destination is realized. For only when you believe in him and hold him true that you will get a chance to talk to Peter at the pearly gates. Otherwise, you'll be greeting his satanic majesty at the entrance to the fires of hell with eternal damnation and separation from God, your lot. Now, my people, this next verse in Jesus' in Jesus's shepherd discourse is possibly the most important verse in the whole Bible for non-Jewish persons. And why is that, you ask? Listen up first, then we'll discuss it. Jesus states, And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold or one flock and one shepherd. Whoa! And all Gentiles gave a loud rousing and grateful cheer of, Thank you, Jesus! Yes, friends, we got to thank him for that. That's because Jesus was sent to the Jews, the chosen people, to be their Messiah. But being the generous and ever-loving God that he is, he also extended his window of salvation to Gentiles. That's us, those outside of the Jewish faith. And that's why we can now talk headily about Jesus and glory in the salvation, grace, and all those other wonderful things of which He's the author and finisher. Whoa! But sadly, friends, having said all of that, the fact is that our world is in a serious mess. It's at the brink of a precipice, drowning in the mire of evil. And we need God's help to save it. And we communicate with our Heavenly Father through prayer. So please, let's go to Him in prayer right now now. 
through a Friday chant, sincerely seeking divine help. All together now, oh Lord, thanks for getting me safely through this past week. You know it's been rough, what with all the confusion and anxiety caused by the pandemic and our many other serious problems. We can't fix them on our own, Lord, so we desperately need your help. Oh, Heavenly Father, with your omnipotent help and our trusting faith, we know that we can stand strong and steadfast and defeat the simmering unrest in our land. So, Lord, we sincerely ask you today to give those involved in the forefront of this serious and unexpected storm the wise guidance to handle the situation properly without further serious setbacks. And please help those of us who must go out to work amidst all the confusion to be responsible and to stay safe. And Lord, we fervently pray that you will use this situation to return backsliders to your fold, show them the error of their ways, and please introduce a new flock of believers too, who will embrace your love and compassion by the example that we, your faithful believers, set. Yes, Lord, please use this pandemic, the bubbling discontent and dissatisfaction in our land as a means of restoring faith in you so that our sinful world can wake up and smell the coffee. Yes, Lord, we need to wake up and smell it sweet and strong. And we pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Oh, friends, there's no better time than right now to renew our efforts in the love revolution so that our world can be saved from eternal damnation. But it all depends on us, on us pulling together as one and doing our part for Jesus. Much love. And the postscript for today says, the truth is, Jesus can't do it without us and we can't do it without him. Yes, friends, it takes two to tango and we're not strong enough to do it without Jesus. And he can't do it without us. So that's why we need to live for him and live the way he wants us to live, the way he lived when he was down here on earth. So please, let's get serious and start living for Jesus in a serious manner so that we could keep our world going and keep our children going strong in his mighty name. And that's in whose name we pray it right now. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.